Wife Material Podcast, Episode 15. Financial security is okay, but financial insecurity isn't. Plus, modern wife roles. So, uh, let me explain the financial security, financial insecurity thing. Well, it's the idea that, you know, it's good that you have a degree, you know, you have the ability to have a job, you have the ability to make your own money. That's great, financial security. You should have a way to make money, right? You know? But thing is, that's good to have in general, right? Whether you're a man or a woman, but in this case, we're talking about women. But it's good for you to have the ability to make money. But you still should be trying to get in a relationship. Right? A lot of times women talk about the whole you know, not needing a man, that expression was referring to not needing a man's money, not needing a man to provide for you, because you already can provide for yourself. Since you already provide for yourself, you don't need him to provide for you. Therefore, whatever else he can give you is all you really need, right? It's all your your your, your asking. But I'm assuming, logically anyway, that's the way I think, right? Logically, is that you are thinking about that. You're thinking like, yeah, I make my own money so that way a man doesn't have to make a lot of money to take care of me and him. He just needs to make enough for himself at least, right? Enough money for him, for whatever he needs, you know, his money for, and I have all the money I need for what I need, and that's it. And if I want more, if I want to, to, to travel the world uh, every weekend, then okay, I just have to make more money and then do that. You know? Instead of expecting my man to do that for me, to make the money for me to travel the world. Right? You would think that that's a modern woman's mindset, right? That that's what the whole having a job is for in the first place. The reason she has the job is so that way she can unburden the man financially. Make it where it's like, yeah, all my needs, all my wants, all the things that I want, like if I, I want fancy clothes and this, that, and third, I want I want a new dress every week or something. Instead of burdening you, my man, with keeping up with that, you know, paying for that all the time, I do it. I'll take care of my random needs that I feel I need a new dress or new new whatever, new hairstyle every week. All right, then you pay for it, right? Fair is fair. You have you have the money. That's the thing. You have the money. The way it used to be is the man makes money. He makes double income, right? Double the income because he has to make enough for himself. He has to make enough for you, right? And that's without kids. Once once you add kids, obviously he has to make more because of the kids. But just you and him together, he has to make enough that he can take care of you and himself. That he can pay for you and himself. So when y'all go to a movie theaters, he not only pays for his ticket, he also pays for yours. And when he buys popcorn, he buys you popcorn. You get the point? That was the whole purpose of that. That's the reason why, you know, women always wanted guys who, you know, make a lot of money because that means they always have extra money to share, to give you, right? But the thing is, it, it, you don't get that money for free, though. There's, a, there's always a price to pay. There's always been a price. And women had no problem paying that price, you know? It was called love. And sex, right? It's called respect, loyalty, right? Those small basic things, you know, fit, friendly, and feminine, all that good stuff, right? That's what women did. 
It did these small, bare minimum things, being in shape, which is beneficial to you, period. It's not just, oh, you have to be in shape for your man. You just being in shape is just good for you and you're healthy. You live longer and get to enjoy life and not be tired and lazy. That's the thing. Women are getting bigger, which means they're getting lazier, weaker. That extra weight. You're not lifting weights. You're not going to the gym lifting, you know, 100, 200 pound weights to handle all this plus sizeness you have. No, this stuff is slowing you down. It makes you walk slower. It makes you get tired faster. You spend more time sitting down than you do walking, do, living your best life. So being a plus size woman, you're not living your best life. If you were, you know, in better, healthier shape, not necessarily have to be skinny or size six, but in a healthier shape, healthier weight, you can live your best life. You're not living your best life if you're heavy as hell, you know, but that's for another conversation. The point is, being financially uh, secure was always supposed to be a backup plan, not the plan. Plan. The purpose in your life is not to make bank. The purpose of your life is not to get your bag, be the boss, or, or all this extra stuff. Like, no. The idea of getting money was as, was financial security. So that way you can retire early, a.k.a. be a wife. Because we have stuff like Uber Eats and and catering services, and we got uh, uh, you uh, house cleaning services. You can actually, you know, order a, a maid or but butler to come through, you know, or just a cleaning service. Doesn't have to be anything, you know, fancy. It could just be a, a, a you know, just a cleaning company that comes and cleans the house. That way, you don't have to. It's easy to be a housewife now than it used to be back in the day. Because back in the day, you had to clean, you had to cook. You had to do the laundry. had to go grocery shopping. Like, you had to physically do these things. Now, you don't have to physically do these things. You can you can order food on your phone and have it... Uh, uh, order. You know, you can buy the groceries on your phone and have it delivered. You can, you know, uh, pay to have somebody come pick up laundry. Just give them the laundry. They'll take it and they'll, and they'll you know, they'll clean it and wash it and bring it back. Um... Uh, what else? Cleaning. You can have people just literally come in the house and clean. Like, just clean the house. Like, you literally, um, if you need to go somewhere, you know, you need to, you know, go somewhere, you can just, you can just use Uber. And, you know, instead of taking a bus or something, you can just go, you know, take Uber. And your man's paying for all this. Obviously, if you're not a woman, you can pay for all this. But the thing I'm saying is, like, if you're in a relationship with a man, you're a husband, you're a wife, you have a husband, more likely he's paying for everything, so you can, so you, again, it's easy to be a wife now than it ever has been easy to be a wife before. Like, it was harder to be a wife back in the day, but it was, but of course, there was a lot of respect that came with it because there was work involved. Being a wife, being a mother, work, 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 but now it's easier. You got daycares and shit, nannies, you, you, you got um, <clears throat> lots of things that make Raising your kids easier. Shit, you got YouTube, <laughs> you got a smartphone, give them a smartphone, and the smartphone will raise your child for you. Obviously, I'm saying that as a joke because you should never <laughs> use your smartphone to raise your children until, you know, we create some appropriate uh, apps for raising children. But right now, we don't have that. YouTube is definitely not something, um, it's not for raising, you shouldn't, children should not be raised on YouTube. 
once they're 18 and older, they use YouTube as an ed educational thing and other entertainment one. But not, uh, YouTube shouldn't raise your kids. Um, especially to TikTok. TikTok definitely should not raise your kids. Twitter, but that's bad. <laughs> you know, obviously. The point is, is that, you know, getting money is not a bad thing. Guys have no problem with women making money. Um, however, is that the reason most women, modern women, are ha are making money is because they're trying to avoid the being in, in a long-term relationship with a man, aka marriage, or just even being with a man for like five plus years, right? The women are the ones leaving relationships. Women are the ones leaving relationships, not men. The divorce rate is higher, you know, the ones who file divorces are largely women. Women are leaving relationships. They're doing this thing that I, the, it, there's an, uh, an expression I'm going to use for this, is the, um, you can't fire me, I quit. You know, the whole idea of, like, you can't fire me, like, you can't leave me, uh, you know, leave me, you know, marry me, and then after you get tired, leave me, and then I'm supposed to have nothing, right? Because you still, you know, the man, right? You're still making money, you still this, that, that. You still have the ability to continue your life because you have the financial security, husband, right? You have the financial security. But me as a wife, I don't have my own financial security. I was relying on your, on you, you know, taking care of me, right? But now you don't want to take care of me no more. Now I'm in a bad situation, right? And the thing is, is that most women never experienced that. Most women never had that ever happen because they hear that it has happened before. Other people experienced it. You know, that was other people's lives that that shit happened. But then because it could happen, they don't want to get into a situation where the man could leave them. But here's the thing, though. Women are the ones leaving relationships. Men are asking women to marry them, and the women are leaving. It shows that men are not the ones leaving the relationship. They're not the ones that, you know, are marrying women and then just kicking them to the curb. Like, all right, thanks for 10, 20 years of, uh, of being my wife. Back to the streets with you. I'm going to go get me another woman. No. Y'all afraid of something that doesn't happen that often. I mean, often, it doesn't happen 90% of the time. It probably happens 9% or 10% of the time in, in the whole world. And that's the whole world. There's a lot of people in this world. A lot of, you know, men and women in this world. So to assume that those few percentage is the majority is not. It's the minority. All these, you know horror stories, as we call it. Women have these horror stories of, like, oh my god, uh, she was in an abusive relationship, and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, that has happened, and the circumstances, you know, matter. Context matters. We don't know the full story in some in a lot of those situations. We only know the end, end of the story, or just half of the story, not the full story. But just because it has happened doesn't mean it's always going to happen. You know, I I've I could get hit by a bus. I've heard people get hit by buses. You know, uh, but I'm not going to avoid going outside and and crossing the street when you know when I see a bus. I'm not going to be like, oh my god, a bus! I'm not going to cross the street until the bus disappears because you know I'm afraid of getting hit by a bus. Like no, right? 
It can happen, yes. But does it happen all the time? No, it doesn't. That's the point. It doesn't happen all the time. You know, the whole domestic, you know, situation. No, it doesn't happen all the time. But what does happen a lot, women breaking up with a man, even if he didn't do nothing wrong, or breaking up with him because he, quote-unquote, did do something Right? But that's for a different topic. Where he did do something wrong and you left him. But the thing is, is that women are leaving the relationships. And part of it is because, well, they got they got money, they got a job, they got the ability to go be by themselves. Since they could afford to be single, right? They keep choosing it. They keep choosing to be single. They try dating. It don't work. They just go back to being single. They try marriage. It doesn't work out. They become become single again. You know, they get a divorce. They keep going back to to the single life as a backup plan. But they right. It's supposed to be a backup plan, right? But the uh, in, in worst in a worst case scenario. But it's never a worst case scenario. They just keep using it as a safety blanket. Oh, I don't say my my independence. My independence. They even use the excuse that they don't want to get into a relationship because they're going to lose their independence. And it's like, no, no, you still have your independence. If you if you get into a relationship and then the relationship ends in a you know after a week, you still can go back to your old life, right? You can go back to being independent, aka single. You can always go back. You, know, you don't get rid of your independence permanently. You can always go, you can always go back, which is why a lot of women do go back. They break up, uh, they divorce, they do go back because you never lost it. The point is, you never lost, you never lose it. So why are you afraid of losing your independence, getting in a relationship? That, that's stupid. Plus, here's the the hypocrisy of that situation. This this is where the whole financial security is okay, but financial insecurity isn't. Is the idea that You'll use money as the reason why um, you won't want to be in a relationship because it could be financially a problem for you. But the thing is, is that you made sure you have the ability to make your own money, that money is never an issue. As in, you don't need a man's money, which means you don't need a man to make a lot of money. So you shouldn't be chasing a man who does have a lot of money. You can just be with a man who makes the same money as you, as an example, if you're an average woman making an average income, then an average man making an average income, or less than that. If, if a man is making less than, than um, um, average income, you're okay with it. You know why? Because you don't need him, right, for his financials, for financial security. You do need him for his penis and the fact that he's uh, the opposite sex and whatnot. You need him for his size and strength and all the other things. That you that comes with being a man, right? But you don't need him. You don't need him for his money. So you have a better situation to be in than most women in the past. Most women in the past had to choose a guy who makes double income to support her and him. But now you don't require or shouldn't require the guy to make double income. You know, make more money than you because you have your own money. 
So now, since you have your own money, you can take care of whatever you want to to take care of. And then he takes care of what he needs to take care of with his money. And then that's good. Then, then money is no longer an issue. Money is no longer a problem. Now it's just just about the you know the gender roles, which is a thing. You know now it's just about he's the man, you're the woman. He plays his part, you play your part. He makes you happy, you make him happy. It's just that simple. But ironically, modern women want to make it complicated. So then you get in the scenario where the way it should be, and this is the way I expected it to be for the modern wife um, role, is that you don't. Do the whole job thing, like the, I mean, the career thing. You could obviously, you know, you're going to do a job, and you know, you, before you even meet your husband, you know, obviously, you're you're you're, li you're you're living the single life until you meet your husband. So obviously, you're going to have at least a job. But once you meet your husband, married, and all that stuff, then you start doing the kids stuff, right? Having kids and stuff like that, and being a wife and mother and all that stuff. And then when the kids are old enough, that you don't have to, you know, take care of them. You know, twenty four seven type of type of situation where you have more free time because they're in school and this, that, and third. Then you can go do the whole career thing, right? You can go back to the workforce, do the whole career thing, make that money. Not wrong with it, but you got to do it in that order. The problem is, is you got women trying to do the whole career job thing, specifically career career thing before marriage, well, before kids in, in certain instances, right? Well. Before, yeah, well, before marriage, because obviously marriage has to come before kids, before marriage. But they don't have a problem having kids before marriage, and still the career thing is like, huh? And every every action that we've seen so far with with modern women is that the things they do one obviously are selfish uh, decisions they make, and two, it, it well it's just selfish, right? It's the selfish decision because it always puts them in the position where Oh, I have kids now. Or well, I gotta make money, especially if I'm not with the, the the man no more. Like I got pregnant by a guy. Him and me don't get along because he's toxic, quote unquote, right? So now I'm a single woman. I mean, single mother is like okay. You're a single mother. You could really, really try not to be, but okay, you're a single mother. All right. The decisions you're making are leading to this path. You're a modern single mother. You have a job, now you're going to turn it, that job into a career because you want security, right? Financial security, right? But this all boils down to, um, you know, your insecurities because you weren't able to hold on to the man who got you pregnant. You didn't wait until marriage. It's more likely you got the kid before that. And that's the other thing. Is a lot of the things women have done is is backwards. It's like, yes, get your education. Yes, go get a you know a minimum wage job to start off with, or if you can do better than that, go ahead, you know, do better than a wage job, make money and find your man and find your future husband. Then you know, get married and stuff. Then have kids. Then wait until the kids are old enough for you to go back into the workforce instead of trying to work while you have children. While they're still children, now, now when they're teenagers in school and stuff like that, while they're still children, it's like, no, no, you still got to take care of them until they're old enough to take care of themselves, until they're old enough to go take take a bus or a sub or subway or Uber to work, I mean, to school or something. 
or they do homeschooling, whatever. The point is, is wait until they're old enough that you can go back to the workforce, right? You can go try to get a career. Also, consider working from home. That's another thing I support. The idea of working from home is like, I'm not against a woman making money. It's just that you got to make the money for a logical reason. If you're going to be selfish with the money, and it's like, well, I make this money so I can take, so I can, you know, take care of all my needs. So, so I don't need no man to take care of, take care of my needs. Fine. Thank you. Um, thank you for making my life easier. Um, cause now any money I make will be for me and the kids. So I don't have to make that much. I just have to make enough for me and the kids. Uh, because you got, you got your own back. Great. You got your own back. More power to you. But it's the fact that women, even though they got their own back, got their, even though they got their own money, right? Oops, wrong. <laughs> right, got their own back, got their own money, they still want your money. Not only do they still want your money, they still want to make you, they still, they still want you to make more. They actually want you to make two bags for them, right? So they want you to make three bags, right? Three bags worth of money, you know, hypothetically, right? Three bags worth of money. One bag for you, you know, because she wants you to have money so you can, you know, get what you need to get, but then two bags for her. And then she still has her own bag, which means she's going to end up with three bags and you end up with then if y'all have kids, of course, she wants you to make extra bags for the kids. So make sure you make one bag for each kid. And she popped out two kids. So now you got to make, I said originally three. So now you got to make five bags. You got to make five bags. One for you, two for her, and one for each kid. And then she's still making home bag. So then she has three bags and you and the children only have one bag each. You see how that doesn't sound right? That's why this picture right here is, is really adorable and perfect for it because Look at the extreme happiness on her face. She's not happy because she's working. She's happy because all this fucking money is literally flying around. That's all she sees is money. She values money more than she values anything else. You know, sim sim symbolically anyway. But this, this, but this is the the, the the truth, the nature I've I've been seeing. I, I've been watching you know, a lot of podcasts. I've been seeing women talking. And when they get asked certain questions, they keep bringing up this whole thing of like, you know, not needing a man, um, you know, because they have their own, not needing, not needing a man because they make their own money. But, but that's always weird because it's like, you mean you don't need a man's money because you have your own money, but they don't say it like that. They just say they don't need a man because they make, because they make their own money. But if you listen to it, that's wordplay right there. That's them not saying that, oh, I don't, I don't need his money. I just don't need him. That's what they want to imply. I don't need his, uh, you know, I because I do need his money. I just, quote unquote, don't need him. So that's the thing. Money is more important. That's why women got their own money. Plus, they get with a man because they want his money. You, you see, you see the pattern there. That's the point. That's fucked up. Because. What was the purpose of what was the point of you getting your own money unless you know well we know the point. The point is greed, selfishness. You want money um period, so you get your own bag plus you want his bag. And that's the thing. And that's unfortunate because it's like well, that's really fucked up to have that type of mindset of like you just care about money, period. It's like for all that, yeah. Go get your money, be single. 
live your life with your money because apparently money is what matters to you the most now only does money matter to you the most you matter to yourself the most you care about yourself more than about anyone else you care about your feelings more than, than anybody else's feelings you care about your own happiness like you being happy you don't care if the rest of the world is miserable as long as you're happy that's all the fuck you care about and the list goes on and on and we're seeing that constant pattern of selfishness 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 which is what leads to hypocrisy, being a hypocrite. Because you'll do a lot of things that make you happy, but then want to be, be unhappy and look down on somebody else when they do something that makes them happy. For example, you'll be a woman that, that has sex with 20 different guys before you end up with your you know, current boyfriend. But your current boyfriend only has sex with three women, and you're about to be the fourth. Y'all get together, he gets an opportunity to, to have sex with uh, a fifth woman in his life. You know, think about it. He had a long, his life is, was as long as yours was, right? But he only had, he only had three, uh, three sex partners before you came along. You had 26 partners before he came along. Now he gets, he has an opportunity to add an extra number, an extra body, right? to his body count, which is only going to take him up to five, but you want to make him out to be the bad guy, to make him out to be um, the, the uh, what is it called? The, you want to make him out to be like a sinner or act like like he is, you know, not trustworthy. You're more trustworthy than him. You, you're more pure than him. Like you, you see what I'm saying? Trying to act like you're on a high horse. When you started the relationship with a 20 um, man body count his body count was way less all he did was add one more to it and then you want to make a big deal but I can't the fact that you you know have four times the body count but then of course hypocrisy kicks in and it's like well my past shouldn't matter I just I didn't cheat on you now that's what should matter mm, yeah you don't count those other guys before you meet me as cheating, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that, that delusional, because that essentially it is, you know. That right there shows that, that you have very little self control. You had a lot of opportunities. We lived uh, almost an equal um, lifespan, right? Yeah, we were on this planet almost the same amount of time, but you uh, ended up in situations. Uh, with other people more often than me, yet want to make a big deal if I want just one more. And the funny thing is, is if I want that one more, this is hypothetical for this example, by the way. If I want that one more before I post you, right before I marry you, because this was uh, like a scenario on a podcast I saw where a guy wanted to be with you know who's going to propose to his. Beyonce proposed to his girlfriend, I mean, and make her his wife, uh, but he ended up, you know, having sex with uh, one of her uh, friends, uh, but of course that was something else, but the thing is, is that it wasn't, it wasn't around the same time, it was uh, obviously, there was some, uh, it was at least a year or two or something like that, difference from those two incidents, point is, is that she found out that, that it has happened. It did happen that he did have sex with 
um, another woman, doesn't matter if she was friend of her or not, it's just that it was another woman. He had sex with another woman, so he added an extra body to his um, body count, right? But the type of woman she was, that's the thing, that's why I'm being real specific, the type of woman she was, clearly her body count wasn't very low. Therefore, the the fact that he is willing to marry her, which means he's more likely going to um, dedicate his penis to her for the rest of his life. But to her, this one thing was such a big deal. When, if you look at it logically, it's like, well, this is the last hurrah. That was the last, not your pussy, that he was ever going to get for the rest of his life. He's going to dedicate the rest of his life to you. He just wanted just one last, you know, chance. Because you also have to understand, he doesn't choose when to have sex. This was an opportunity. This is why he took advantage of the situation. I'm not trying to say that he was he was in the right or anything like that. I'm not trying to say he definitely should have done it. What I'm saying is, is that you have to understand that this was a rare opportunity for him because he didn't he didn't have other options, right? It's not like he gets sex from different women every week before he dated you, and then while he was dating dating you. He suddenly was like, oh, you know what, it's been a while since I had sex with a whole bunch of other women. Let me have sex with uh, another woman because it's, it's been a while. <clears throat> no, he didn't. He, he, it's not a choice. Women are the ones who choose to have sex. Which means she's the one who offered it to him. Because without her offering, to, offering it to him, he's not going to get it. Because most guys, you know, are willing to say, hey, I want to have sex with you. And the, and the woman's like, no. Like, all right, well, that sucks. Right? So, most guys just don't even waste time even asking that much anymore. Um, they just wait for the woman to mention sex. And so, if he had sex with another woman, it's because she offered it. She, a woman, offered it. Not him. She offered it. That's the only way he can have sex with her, is if she offered it. Remember, consent? Don't, don't forget that. Let's not be hypocrites and forget the idea that women have to give consent, right? So he can't have sex with another woman unless she consents, which means she gave him the permission, which more likely means she gave him the offer. She made herself available to him. When normally, he would not have access to stuff like that, right? Now, if he always has access to, to women and booty all the time, then that's a different story. But you knew he was that type of guy anyway in the first place. But if you were with him, more likely because he's not that type of guy who would be with a whole bunch of women, which is why you chose to be with him. But now he gets this one opportunity because one random woman out of middle nowhere likes him, wants to have sex with him. And it's a one-time thing. It's not like it's it's going to go for It's not like he's going to replace you with her. It's just a one-time thing. But you want to make a big deal about it. Considering the fact that you've had a lot of experience. But you want to be on a high horse. But that's for a different conversation point I'm trying to get to is that um, women have been doing things to try to safeguard themselves. And I'm not against having these safeguards, right? These backup plans. You know, like even though you're dating a guy, you're still looking around. You're still not... You're, 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 you'll let a guy know, like a guy who hits on you know that, you know, you have a boyfriend 
but you're not going to be like, oh, you're not my type, blah, blah, blah. No, you're going to be like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm flattered, but I got a boyfriend, sorry. Um, and then you probably like give them your Instagram or something and then leave it at that. That way, if you're, if it doesn't work out with your boyfriend, you can always hit that guy up who, you know, followed you on Instagram and be like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Then that's another, you mentioned that you broke up with your boyfriend or yeah, cause more like you broke up with him, your boyfriend, not the other way around. Um, and then, you know, go from there. So it's understandable to have a, you know, to have a backup plan. I'm all about backup plans, but at the same time, the when, when, the thing about backup plans is that if you have a backup plan, you're more likely going to use it, which means you're going to make, you're going to, you're going to do things knowing that you have the backup plans. And that's the problem, right? When you have a safety net, you're going to be careless. When you know, you know, even if you fall, you won't get hurt. You'll you'll be on tall buildings acting the fool, you know, taking the risk of falling because you know you're not going to get hurt when you hit the floor. So you don't care. That's the problem because eventually you're going to fall, right? So, you know, having these safety nets, you know, these backup plans of, oh, I have a job, blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's okay to have the ability to work and have a job and make money. Um, but you shouldn't use it as, as like every time you're, you, you and your, you know, your boyfriend disagree on something, you want to use your job as, a, as an excuse to try to leave the relationship or, or use it against him, use it like a weapon. That's the thing. A lot of times women use the fact that they have a job as a weapon. The whole, oh, I don't need you. I don't need you. Yes, you do. Yes, you do still need me. You need me for the stuff that matters. Money doesn't matter. But you think it does. That's the thing, because of the stuff you can get. Money lets you get things. That's what you care about, things. Things that make you happy, because you care about your about being happy. That's the thing. It's sad. I'm still waiting for the for the for the day when women can be happy without materialistic things, can be happy just by being happy, right? Being happy that they're alive, being happy that they have friends, they have a, you know, boyfriend, kids, this and that, you know, the stuff that should make them happy, or at least you should be grateful, and grateful should lead to happiness. Oh, man, I got friends, family, you know, I have a life, I have a house, car, blah, blah, like, life is great. Now, granted, most of the stuff will require some money, but the thing is, the money that matter is just everything around you matter. The fact that, oh, I, I don't need no man, I don't need no man, it's like, but that's weird because men don't work to make money for themselves. They definitely don't make money to be like, I don't need no woman. No, we make money so we can give it to the woman because we want the woman. Women is what matters to men, not money. But it's unfortunate that women, money matters to women, not men. Right? Women care about money more than they care about men. They care about their happiness, their feelings more than they care about reality or facts or the truth. That's why when you say stuff like, uh, you know, <laughs> supposed to be a wife. Nah, nah, nah. You're supposed to have kids. Nah, nah, that's bullshit. I'm supposed to have a career and vision and be creative. And, and, and I had to find my purpose in life. It's like, but your purpose in life since you were born is to eat, sleep, reproduce. And then what you reproduce is supposed to make you happy because it gives you purpose. Raising your children to be awesome human beings for the future, to make the planet a better place, 
that's your purpose. That's your greatest purpose. That's a purpose way beyond you being an Instagram model or an OnlyFans uh, content creator or, you know, making six figures at your, you know, office job or something. Like, all those extra shit don't matter. Being a mother matters. Because you're literally shaping the future. You literally have influence on what happens in the future of mankind based off of you reproducing with the right quality man who has good genetics plus personality so he can help you raise the kids to have great personality plus your good genetics, his good genetics, mixing, making good, high-quality humans. If you notice, and yeah, I'm going this to the dark side, if you notice, a lot of children are born with mental issues, born with defects. There's more shitty children being born than awesome children. And that's unfortunate. And then this whole body positivity bullshit, making it okay to be obese and unhealthy and shit like that, like that's bullshit. You know, that, that's that's a problem because we're not supposed to be obese. Right? That's why we call it obese and not call it your normal weight. Healthy. Um that's that's what God God made you made you obese on purpose. You're born to be obese, that's who you are. No. We became overweight. We were not meant to be overweight. You know, that's that's a problem of the modern world where everything we eat that is not food a product. All this stuff we're eating, all these cakes and cookies and shit, they're not food. They're products created by a company that only cares about what money. But that's for another conversation. Back to, you know, the, the reason women were getting money you know, and one of the reasons I support it because it's like, yeah, if you end up in a, in a relation, in a marriage and it ends because of him, I gotta be very specific. Because, like I said, women are the ones break, you know, breaking up, um, you know, breaking up with their boyfriends. Women are divorcing their husband. It's not the other way around. So women are the ones leaving the relationships, not men. Nowadays, in the past, yeah, that it, it, it was it more likely was the man versus the you know it was more the men that were doing it. But think about how things have changed, how the roles have switched. Right, that the women are the ones leaving, not the men. But the women are the ones. Having this idea that oh I need a safety net, I need I need to be financially secure so that way, if my husband leaves me, I'm not poor. But the thing is, the way divorce is set up, as well as the fact that you you have a you know a degree, you have the ability to work in the workforce, thanks to men allowing that, right? The fact that you can make money, divorces benefit the wives. Wives get a shitload of money when they divorce their their uh, their uh, husband. Shit, even if the husband was the one who filed the divorce, the wife still gets a lot of money. Think about that. So financially, women do not get financially ruined from men breaking up, uh, you know, um, divorcing them. So, of course, a guy's not going to divorce you because financially, that's, that's, that's a bad thing for him. Good for you, bad for him. So, of course, he's not going to divorce you. But, like I said, since it's good for you, of course, you'll divorce them. That's the fucked up part. See how that, that the whole fear of him leaving me and, and me spending 10, 20 years with him, and then he, 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 you know, he divorces me, and now I have nothing. I have no money, no life, no blah, blah, blah. It's like, really? That's bullshit. Because you're going to get all this money. 
especially if he's a high value man, you're getting all this money, so bullshit. You live your best life because you literally was for a high value man. And then now, if you divorce him or he divorces you, now you get this big fat paycheck for your retirement because you ain't going to be doing shit for the rest of your life after you get that big fat paycheck. So fuck out of here with this whole, oh, I need security, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I work, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just protecting myself from not being in a bad situation. You, you never was in a bad situation. Divorce was always financially beneficial for women. Fucked up as it is, that's just the way it is. So there was never any financial problem. Plus, you know, again, y'all have the ability to make money, so y'all never in a in a situation where y'all never have money. So women have no reason not to get married because you have all these safety nets. You have the ability to, 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 to work. You'll easily get hired. Just because you're a woman, you'll easily get hired at any, at any business with or without a degree. Just because you're a woman, you'll get hired. So you have that safety net. One, you can always find another man to take care of you. That's another safety net. And then there's the divorce settlement. That's the safety net. You have three fucking safety nets, yet you still want to be like, uh, I can't marry, uh, I can't trust a man because, uh, he might leave me, but men are not the one leaving the relationship. Women are breaking up with their boyfriends. Women are the ones divorcing their husbands. And it's because you have like three to five fucking safety nets cushioning your fucking fall. And that's the funny thing. You're afraid of falling, but there's cushions there. So why the fuck are you afraid of falling? When there's literally a whole bunch of cushions there. And it's, um, and it's bullshit that there's cushions there because men don't have those cushions. Men fall, they hit the floor. Not, not only do they hit the floor, they actually hit rock bottom. Men don't have fucking cushions like that. They hit rock bottom. But shit goes, to, goes, goes south. So this is bullshit that women have all these safety nets yet want to still act like they're in danger. Oh, I'm in danger! He he breaks up with me. I'm I'm suffering. Bullshit. Oh, he you know, because this is what some women fear. Like, oh man, he kicked me out for another woman, and now I got nothing in my life. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> you can go get a job, get an apartment, and live your life. But here's the thing, right? Let's say hypothetically this was the case. Let's ignore all the safety net stuff I said. Let's go with this idea. Let's go with the idea that yes. You have no financial security, nothing, right, uh, of your own. You had no, you didn't have your own bag, except for those, you know, suitcases, right, baggage. You have no, you don't have your own bag. You were relying solely on his income. Here's the thing, though, right, when it comes to his solely relying on his income, uh, you do get physical access to the income. Usually, the husband gives his wife, you know, um, if it was called the you know, they do joint bank accounts, so you do have access to the money. So if you ever have to go to an ATM with, and withdraw like $1,000, for example, you could do that. Another thing you could do is you can obviously have a savings and other stuff. Because me, I always plan the idea to make sure that my my wife has money, right? has her own ability to make money. Because the funny thing is there's so many different ways to make money. So, okay, let's see how I can um, put it, lay, it out, lay it out real quick, the idea. So something I would want to do is uh, get like a, a CD account or a high yield account or something like that. So, something that that you know that will pay dividends. I'm more likely to do CD account. That's more my thing. So I would get a high yield high yield CD account. Put in like you know if I'm a high you know high, you know, 
high value man, right? If I if I got millions of dollars, then I'll put a million dollars, you know, as an example. It depends on how much I need to put in the CD in order to um, produce like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand dollars a month. So that's what I would do. I would take a large lump sum of money, put it into a CD, have it pay dividends to her account. That way, every you know, every month when I get the the oh, I said dividends, I meant to say the interest disbursements, because um, you know stocks is dividends. Interest disbursements every every month when money is put into the to the checking or savings or whatever the, her account right is put into her account. Well, there you go. There's her there's her monthly income. This literally was generated from my, you know, my savings, from my money, right? Money that I made. And now my money is literally making her money. So that's one way that I can guarantee that she has money. I know, um, and that's just if I want to make it where, like, I have my own CD account, but the money, like, I have multiple CD accounts, of course, but I have one for her. I probably call it the wife, um, you know. The, the wife money or something, whatever, you know, I, I just put her name and that would be like, yeah, the money that comes from this CD account is going to her savings or checking by her account. And that's, that's her monthly, um, you know, allowance. If you want to call it allowance or income or whatever, that's her wife money, right? That's, 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 that's her salary, right? For being my wife. I, she'll get that. Of course, I'll give her other stuff like gifts and, you know, money whenever I feel like it and it'll just be Know, just make it rain from time to time. You know, however I want to, I want to treat my wife. The point is that I at least make sure there's a way that she can, she can make money. I have, uh, I was thinking of two possibilities. One of the possibilities would be that I do the checking, like it's my own checking, but I have one of the checking accounts. I mean, one of the CD accounts. You know, put money into her account. Um, and if she, you know, doesn't waste that money, it'll just keep adding up, right? Or I can be like, all right. I have a lot of money, so here is one million dollars. Put it into this into your account, you know, and put it into a CD, and then have the disbursement. And that way, that's all hers. So she shouldn't spend the million, right? Obviously, leave the CD alone, um, and just spend the you know the money that comes from the disbursement. But let's say uh, something happens or whatever, like let's say her and me are not together no more. This, then, and the third, then at least she still has that. You can consider that like her severance package. Well, at least you still have that, right, financially. Now, this was before, like, how things are now, the modern way. But this is what I, how I thought when I was younger. I was like, oh, I want to set it up in, in a way to make sure that she has money, not only for while we're together, but if we end up not being together, which I don't expect us not to be, but if we don't be together, um, you know, a divorce or something like that happens, then at least she'll be financially secure for it. So I've already c considered it, and that's before now with all the laws we have now, um, you know, all the marriage laws. I already had that as a plan. I already planned that as a thing in case, a backup plan. Like, just in case the marriage doesn't work out, there, at least she won't be in a financially, a financial, in a financially, just, I'm trying to say, uh, she wouldn't be in a bad position financially. Right, she won't be financially in a bad situation. She will have at least some money to continue her life and, you know, find happiness, love somewhere else. Because I'm definitely going to be financially secure, so I wanted to make sure at least she's a little financially secure, or at least have a safety net, as it were, right? A cushion. Make sure that she can, you know, go back into the single life 
and you know, and it won't be that hard. It's not too different from a like having a trust fund for kids or making sure there's like when your kid turns eighteen, then they have access to an a bank account. Let's say you put a hundred thousand in there, so now they have a hundred thousand they can start their life with. They can go try to get a house, or they can do it. Um, they can rent an apartment, or get a car, or something. Now, obviously, they should get a job so they can start making money. Uh, but at least this is uh, something they can use to get themselves started. And that's how it is nowadays that you know parents definitely need to set aside money for their for their their offsprings, right? Their children, so that way their children have you know get your life started money, right? Because you know it takes money to make money, right? Among other things, plus you should teach them how to make money. That's another thing I always thought about was is not just make it set it up where my you know I have a, I have a way to guarantee that my wife can always get money through something I did for her, but also teach her how to make her own money. Because if I, you know, you know, if I'm a high value man, right, multiple businesses making multiple billions of dollars, of course, I'm going to teach her how to make money. Why not? You know what I mean? And if, like I said, if we end up divorcing, she ends up on her way, I go my way. Well, at least she, you know, she benefited um, from from the relationship because she learned how to make her own money so she can, you know, go live her life. You know, she has that knowledge, right? She benefits. I've, you know, always... <laughs> People who know me tend to benefit from me. So that's why I want to keep it that way. But that's why it's so weird that I'm not against women making their own money. I'm just against them using the fact that they make their own money as an excuse to not be with me, to disrespect me, to do things of that nature. Now, I haven't really experienced that per se. Technically, I could say my last uh, girlfriend was definitely a modern woman. And I'm starting to see a lot of these things that I see in the, the more women are doing. I do see it in that past relationship. All the relationships before that were more traditional. But that relationship definitely was like, ah, oh, okay, that's a modern relationship. Yep. Definitely from personal experience, plus from what I'm seeing on the internet and everybody else. Yep. She ruined it. It wasn't me. It was definitely her. Because uh, I did everything I could to the rest of my abilities to make the thing, the relationship work, but you know, she's a modern woman. Strong, independent, all this extra stuff. So, yeah. I wish her the best. But, yeah. We already, see, we already know where that path is headed. And it's um, not too different from this picture here, or not, not that one. Honestly, don't wish that one, that's for sure. But that's the one women fear the most. But, you know, hopefully, you, you know, you have a nice, successful life. But notice that she, in this image, she's by herself. But as long as she's happy, hey, that's all that matters. Uh, yeah, this is a PhD. Uh, I just wanted something that shows the idea of a PhD or education. But then I saw this. I'm like, oh, this is funny. All this little extra stuff in there. It's like, yeah, because essentially that's what it feels like. Uh, you know, a woman that put effort to, to, to get an education, um, to, you know, get good, good, decent, you know, paying jobs, which I'm not against. It's just the, the, the type of women that do, that, that, that have done this, that have gone this route, the whole, you know, education, getting money, this, that, third, then they get into this delusional mindset of it's, it's them versus us, right? It's her. It's her versus men, and it's like no, it's supposed to be an us thing, not a 
you thing. It's not you versus me. It's we versus the world. It's men and women get together versus the world, versus life, versus circumstances. Men and women are supposed to get together and, and thrive and survive and, and into the far future. And the human race you know, supposed to live for thousands and thousands of years from men and women getting together and teamwork. Not partnerships, not equal partnerships, all that bullshit. No, there's, there's no equality. It's teamwork. I do what I'm good at. You do what you're good at. And we both benefit from each of us being good at what we do. The idea of like, oh, no, we need to be equals. We need to be able to do the same thing. Like, no, no, no. I'm really good at what I do. So I'm going to do what I do. You're really good at what you do. You do what you're really good at. And that benefits us as a team. Now, I'm not against cross-training. I'm not against, you know, teaching you how to cook because you don't know how to cook. Or you teaching me how to cook because I don't know how to cook, you know, as an example. I have no problem with that. I support that, you know. Support the idea that it's like, you know, let's, let's, get, let's, get, um, let's get similar training and whatnot. But still, certain roles, certain tasks are better suited for certain people. For example, if I'm taller than you, woman... Right? If I'm taller than you, I'm better suited for reaching tall things, dealing with things that are tall. Makes no sense for you to be like, oh, we're equal. All right, well, good luck reaching that high, that high shelf, even though we're not equal because you're short and you deliberately chose to be with me because I'm tall. I prefer a woman my height, but, you know, shorter women are cuter. You know, they're adorable, but. You know, but and it does make me feel useful to be able to reach something they can't. So I like being useful, just like having a lot of money makes me useful to a woman. I like feeling useful. I like being able to do things, fix things for a woman. It's out there. I don't mind doing things for women, but they have to appreciate it. If they don't appreciate it, then it's, then it's just a waste. Why, why am I doing all these awesome things for you and then you, you don't even appreciate it? And then you don't respect me. The things that I want you to do, you don't want to do. It's like, but that'll make no sense since I do. You will have you'll have a list of twenty things you want me to do. I do all of them. I give you a list with only three things on it, and you won't even do one of the three things. It's like, am I asking only for three things? It's not that complicated, but you but but you wanna you wanna make a big deal about doing three things. So all I'm hearing in that situation is laziness. Modern women are lazy. So I mentioned earlier about the modern wife role, the idea that, you know, first, you know, definitely get your education, but then get your man. A good man. Be better at picking the right man. The problem is, is that women don't want to admit that they suck at picking men. Because here, here, here's a little pro tip for you, ladies. Um, if you want a man that, um, let's say you want your, your, your type of man is a man that, um, works and obviously, right? It works, works, but when he comes home, he plays video games and watch anime. That's the type of guy you want. Then you make sure that when you meet a guy, you talk to a guy, the first things you ask is, does he like anime? Does he play video games? You know, does he have a job? You know, these things are the first things you're supposed to ask the guy when you're talking to him. If he says no to those, you know, well, no to the, the video games and anime, but obviously yes to a job. Then he's not the guy. He's not the right guy for you. 
don't waste his time and don't waste yours. And since most women are, are selfish, I'll just specifically say, don't waste your time with him, right? Because he's not the he's not the right guy. I see this time and time again that women will be will get with a guy like, oh my god, he's so awesome, he makes me laugh, he's so nice to me, oh, I'm so in love, and then like a couple of weeks later, be complaining that man, all he does is is go to work, come home, play video game, watch anime or something like that, or just he he just he just does he just be himself. That's the funny thing is he's just being himself. The the person he always has been. He was he was like this when you started dating him. He was like this before you started dating him. But then after a couple of weeks of being with him, now you want to bitch and complain like, oh man, that's all he does. But duh, you, what you thought he was gonna stop because he's dating you? Because he's with you, you think he's gonna stop doing those things? So what you thought he was gonna be? What type of person guy you thought he was gonna be? I thought he was gonna be the type of guy to to like try to make a lot of money and then travel the world. Then why ain't you talk to the to a guy that makes makes a lot of money or wants to make a lot of money and travel the world? Why did you talk to the guy that plays video games and watch anime and, and just goes to work? Basic work, a basic nine to five. He ain't trying to be the boss of anything. It's okay just being a, an employee, just making a, a basic paycheck. That's the thing, ladies. Y'all get to choose who y'all have sex with. Y'all get to choose who, who y'all allowed to be, you know, in your life for long periods of time, especially if marriage is going to be a factor. Ladies, y'all choose the men in your life. If the men in your life, the men you dated are shitty, that's because you're shitty at, at choosing men. And because your type is literally shitty men. Because, think about it, logically, logically, ladies, not with your feelings and emotions, think logically like men do. Think logically. If you want a man that makes a lot of money and travels around the world, then you only talk to men, only deal with men, and definitely only have sex with men who makes a lot of money and travel the world if that's what you want. You, Most women know what they want. They just never do what is necessary to get what they want. Like, for example, ask a guy, not only ask a guy that he's, if, he's, if he's in a relationship or not, like if he has a girlfriend or a wife or something, also double check, don't have sex with him, Till you are 100% for sure that he isn't married or isn't in a relationship. Don't just be like, oh, he said he's not in a relationship. So, yeah, I'm going to have sex with him. Because then after you have sex with him, then you find out, oh, wait, he has a girlfriend? I didn't know he had a girlfriend. No, you didn't want to know he had a girlfriend. You just cared about what you wanted, which was him. But then you find out he, has, he, has, he actually has a girlfriend. Oh, now you don't want him anymore. Oh, well, that's interesting. If you checked and made sure, that he's the guy you want, the right guy, that wouldn't happen. Another thing is, men, oh, this is a different for a different topic, but, but men lie, you know, obviously to get the, not lie to get the, get to get sex. And the reason why is because women made it that way. Women made it where men have to lie for sex. Because if women didn't, you know, if women were, you know, because the thing is, there was a time where men used to be honest, right? They, they didn't lie to get sex. They would actually tell you the truth. They would just tell you, that, hey, I, I just want to have sex. And they'll be up front with them. They'll just tell you they just want to have sex. Then from there, you decide if you want to deal with a guy like that who just pretty much only wants sex and probably not a long, 
long-term relationship. Or you'll be like, no, I'm good. I want a long-term relationship, so I want to have sex. Because before, <laughs> to have sex with a woman, you had, you had to marry her. But then women lowered the standard and made it work. Okay, you at least have to date me for like a month or so. Then they lowered it, or at least take me on three dates. Then they lowered it. You gotta take me to dinner. At least take me to dinner once. And if the date's good, you know, if, if the date went good and, and, and I enjoyed the dinner, you know, the date, then you'll get the booty. See, women kept lowering the value of, of sex. Before, you used to have to marry a woman to have sex. And then she was a virgin at that. So there was a high value on, on that on that walk. Now it's a low value. Women drastically lower the value of the walk, which is why women, you know, come into a relationship to a, with a guy, you know, talking about, oh, man, you're a perfect guy for me, blah, blah, this, after, and then, like, oh, how many guys you been with? I like 20 plus. What? Wait, that don't make no sense. If I'm the perfect guy, does that make those 20 plus guys? Not the perfect guy, like, but the fact that you, you, you were with them, though, you had sex with them and stuff like that don't make no sense. If, if what you want is the perfect guy and you, and, and I'm that perfect guy, then you shouldn't have been having sex until you met me, right? And then, and then the extra funny thing is some women are out there with the idea that like, oh, the perfect guy for me is out there. Yes, but you keep fucking every other guy waiting for that right guy. You think the right guy is going to be happy with that? He's supposed to be the right guy. He's supposed to be the only guy. Because he's the right guy, right? That's the whole point of him being the right guy. What you really mean to say is you're, you're waiting for the right sucker to to pop up. The right the right sucker to accept the bullshit. To accept that you have 20 plus guys in your in your uh, in, under your belt. Literally. The, the, the two, three, four children you had out of wedlock with a whole bunch of dudes. You know, the potential STD, uh, STD scare. You thought you, you positive for some, for an STD, but it turns out it wasn't. You know, that kind of bullshit. Like, all this bullshit and drama and all this extra bullshit going on in your life. So, you, so, like, so that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the sucker that's going to accept all the bullshit all the mistakes you made in your life, all the bad choices you made, and he's supposed to accept it's like, no, he's not, he's not perfect. He's stupid. If if he's going to accept all that bullshit, perfect guy, one deserves the perfect girl. This whole bullshit that high value men, you know, you know, like a high value man, regardless if he's high value or not, any man will will settle for whatever they can get, but. Right now, things have to change. Men gotta stop settling. We gotta stop settling. We gotta we if if we're gonna be high value men, if men gotta be six figures and above because an average man who earns five figures and low is not good enough anymore. Not good enough anymore. I don't know. All right, fine. We're gonna we're gonna work hard. We're gonna become high value, six figures plus earning men, but we're not gonna accept no average. Men. And we're, and we're not talking about money. Money is never a factor when it comes to if a woman is high, is is high is is valuable to a man. You gotta be valuable to a man. In the way a man says a woman's value, not the way a woman thinks a woman's value. Your worth 
is dictated by men. The men you want, they dictate your worth, not you. You are worth whatever they say you're worth. Because they're the ones paying the price. If they have a six-figure income, they will determine if you're worthy of the six-figure income. If you're not worthy of the six-figure income, their six-figure income, then you're not worthy and you move aside. And they're going to go grab a woman who's worthy of the six-figure income. That's the, and that's the world that you know we're currently going in. That's the next stage of, of, of society right now, is that men are not taking this bullshit on. We're not accepting low-value women. You are. Having multiple body counts, the fact that you couldn't maintain your vagina long enough to, to, to be with the right man, and then you're out here, you know, having your financial security, a.k.a. job career, but it's keeping you out of a relationship. It's preventing you from being a wife to even be in a scenario where having the ability to have a job is your backup plan, is your safety net. You're turning your safety net into your life, turning your backup plan into your master plan of living your life. It's like, well, good luck with that. It's supposed to be a backup plan. It's supposed to be just in case something, you know, life, you know, your life doesn't go right. You at least have that as a backup plan. It's not supposed to be what your goal in life is, is to make your backup plan your main plan. That's stupid. But anyway, hopefully this has touched you a lot, ladies. Helped you realize the truth of the world that, you know, what you're afraid of doesn't exist. You are mathematically more likely to end up in a better situation. You know, <laughs> this is a little joke on the modern wife, modern uh, you know relationship. See the gender swapping. He does all the you know light light work, all the easy work, all the women's stuff. She does all the hard work, all the manual labor, physical stuff, fixing things and. You know, that kind of stuff. So the gender role switching. So that's the, the joke, joke there. But I was looking for an image that's like the modern wife. And it's like, oh, okay, this is funny. So I'll use that to represent the modern wife concept. So I prefer the traditional route where the wife is happy. No, something like this. Nice and pretty. She's happy. She's making money. I have no problem letting her use my money. Just as long as she loves, respects me, all the good stuff that she should do as a good, decent human being. Because the other hypocritical thing women do, modern women specifically nowadays, is always trying to talk about men in general as if, you know, that, you know, men are bad, 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 but women are the ones doing things that anybody, whether you're a man or woman, would count as, no, that's bad. Back in the day, women, you know, always had a problem with, like, always said there was wrong for a guy to, you know, be a player, right? A player. Being with a whole bunch of women. That was wrong. But then you see women now, who, who, was, who was with a whole bunch of men. Think about how the hypocrisy. Women became that which they hated, right? They hated the idea of a man, you know, who goes around having sex with a whole bunch of women and not... Know, caring about the women, not being in a relationship with them, right? Now women out here not caring about men, just having sex with men left and right, not caring, 
Notice that they're becoming that which they hate. They hated the idea that a man was going around having sex with a whole bunch of women. But then look at the women doing that. Hated that the men had, you know, was making all this, had, had you know, was the, was the one making all this money, able to afford, you know, like an awesome lifestyle. But the women had to share in the lifestyle. Right? And they only get as they only get as much as he allowed them to, so they hated that. So I hate that he could tell me, "No, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't have this. I can't have that." Like he bought me, you know, a Lamborghini last week, and I want a, a, you know, a Dodge Viper this week. He told me, "No, that's a problem." Right? It's like now the tables have turned. Now you can afford, you know, a Lamborghini last week and a Dodge Viper this week, right? But then you want to go around, you know, telling guys no, no, no. And it's like, but didn't you hate when, you know, that's the thing. It's the backwards thing. It's like most women in the past, there were certain things they hated. But the thing is, y'all got a lot of benefits regardless. Y'all got a lot more than being single. So being with a man benefited more than being single. But now women got money. They want to. They want to act like an asshole, right? It's like, wait, but didn't you hate those things? Hate the idea of, you know, this your significant other doing things. It's like that's the the hypocrisy. It's like, let me put it this way. It's like, you know, uh, 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 the Chinese people being oppressed by the CCP, right? The Chinese government being mistreated, all that stuff, and then the and then the Chinese, then the Chinese people finally get the ability to to get rid of the Chinese, you know, the Chinese government and make it where it's like, okay, now things are better, right? Supposedly better, right? Because now we don't have the Chinese government, you know, oppressing us no more, treating us badly no more. But then they go around and start treating the government bad or start treating other people bad. It's like, wait, what? It just became that which you hate. First, you were the victim, so to speak, but now you became the criminal, right? You became the perpetrator. You're no longer the victim. You are now the person victimizing. So it's like, it's just a hypocrisy. It's like, you know, talking about, oh, I'm afraid a man will will, will leave me after a couple of years in, in a relationship. But women are the ones doing that, not men. I understand. I understand when something's logical, as in if you, if you if you have a backup plan in case something bad happens to you, that's good. You have a backup plan. But it makes no sense for you to have a backup plan but then do things in a way that would require you to use the backup plan. But the backup plan was if somebody else did something, right? It's like you um, have a uh, you have a job uh, application for another job like somebody gave you a job application for another job and you're like, okay, I'm going to hold on to, to this just in case, right? But as soon as you get home, you immediately sign the application. You immediately turn it in, right? But the job you're currently working in, it's, it's only been a week. You haven't even got your first paycheck yet. Let's say you get paid every two weeks. You haven't even got your first paycheck yet. It's only been a week you've been working at this new job, you know, at this job that you have, but you're already 
fill out an application for another job. Then, you know, you, you make phone calls, you know, asking to see if they, you know, they, they, they saw your application uh, and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe you can come in to do an interview. It's like, wait, you're doing all this stuff, but you already, but you already have a job, right? You have a job. The job you, you haven't lost a job yet. You still have the job. The job is good so far, but because you have the backup plan, you're being lazy at work, coming in to work um, late. You're, 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 you're talking back to your boss. Like you're doing all these things that don't make sense to do because you're, you know, supposed to act like you like this job because you're supposed to like this job because it is a job, right? It is what you wanted. This should be something you wanted, but now you're acting like you don't want it. And then later on, it turns out, oh, it's because you have another job lined up. And because you have that backup plan, that other job lined up, you're treating this job like it ain't shit. You're ruining this job because you have another one. It's the same thing as you're ruining your relationship. You're ruining love and potential of long-term relationships just because you have a job, just because you have a backup plan. Just because you can always be, you can always take care of yourself by being single. That you ruin the, the your relationships. See, women in the past didn't have the backup plan, right? They had to make their relationship work. So that means they had to choose the right guy. They had to choose a guy that it definitely, even if 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 the relationship has some issues, she can still make it work. She can still do things, even if she had to tolerate some some bullshit, like. Let's say cheating. Some women like, like like mentioning that. Okay, he cheated. Yeah, it was a one night stand, and it's not going to happen again. And he's still coming back to you, and he's still taking care of you, and he's doing all these things that should matter to you, but you want to say f all that, right? And focus on the fact that he cheated on you. That's the the a modern woman's mindset. Woman in the past is like, um, if I make make this whole one-time cheating thing a big deal, then that means I'm going to have to leave the relationship. And if I leave the relationship, then one, I don't have a relationship, so I'm alone and single again. And then uh, did I do anything with my life that's worth being single for? You know, So they appreciated the fact that it's like, no, if I'm going to be with a man or I'm just going to be in a relationship well, let's just say men, obviously. If I'm going to be in a relationship with a man, I have to make it work because that is that is my job, right? That is, I'm there for the relationship. Not, you know, that's the part of the problem with the whole money thing. It's like, I'm not against making money because it's like, I want you to make money just so you can, you know, you know, feel safe, right? Feel, feel like, you know, I have the fear of, you know, me kicking you out, not that one, me kicking you out, and, you know, you're feeling like, oh, man, that was a, things turned out bad for me, you know, I want you to feel, uh, you know, safe if this was to happen, but it, but until this happens, there's no need to over-exaggerate and make it seem like your job is so, so important, or, you know, the fact that you make money so important, it's like, what you should do is save that money, get yourself a man, Get yourself a man, 
save that money for a rainy day or for the day that this happens. Because at least you'll be able to do this. You're like, all right, well, I'm leaving with my bag that I saved. I can respect that. I can respect that. That makes sense. This is logical to, you know, have, have your bag ready in case, you know, you got to go. But it still has to be up to him for this to happen. Right? It has to be it has to be him who left the relationship for this to happen. It can't be you decide to leave the relationship just because he left the toilet seat up. Some other dumb bullshit. You gotta make it work. And it's your job to make it work. His job is to provide, your job is to have a relationship. It's not rocket science. You have a a purpose in the relationship, just like he has a purpose. If he's supposed to be earning multiple bags of money for you and and, and, and him, and if y'all have kids, the kids as well, then your your job is to maintain the family, is to maintain you know all all of that. Make sure that all of y'all are together until the kids are old enough that. That's another thing. Some women will leave a relationship and, and they'll literally be like maybe one year away from the last child they have um, from leaving you know, the nest. It's like, be logical. Wait until the, the children are old enough to go, you know, live on their own and stuff like that and then leave the relationship. You know, you don't have to, you know, uh, Stay with him, you know, for retirement, right? You don't have to stay with him, you know, be grandma. You know, you can go do you, or you can go get your go back to your career, right? Go have your career. It's better to have a career when you're old than when you're young, because when you're young, you should be, you know, living life to the fullest, and that's where being a wife and and and, and a mother is where it matters. You want to be a wife and a mother when you're young. You have the strength and the capabilities to do so. That's why you're literally built to do that. This is why you you you're pu you hit puberty at a young age, and that's why you uh you know develop you know you, know, you develop you know puberty and whatnot, and you start being capable of having kids at a young age, right? Because you're supposed to be doing that at a young age, you know, roughly twenty years to twenty five, you know, or close to thirty. Uh, but be between twenty twenty five. Definitely should be trying to have kids, at least one, to get started. Um, you could always adopt other. You could always adopt kids. You know, later on, you know, help help the kids who who need who need love. I support that. But first, get your kid. Get first, get your man. You know, get your education. Obviously, that's that's what I was saying. Get your man. Get then get your kids. Then get them to a point where the you know the kids can take care of themselves, and then go get your career. It shouldn't be backwards or in out of order. It has to be in that order. Education, man, kids, then career. Then uh, retirement or go back to the single life. The choice is yours. Depends on the situation. If the, if the marriage, you know, starts going downhill after a while, well, wait until, wait until, you know, the kids are old enough that they can go do their own thing and then you can go do your own thing. But if the relationship is good and it lasts until, you know, death do you part, then so be it. But it's so sad that women just immediately at the beginning of the relationship just ended. It's like, what? Just like having kids before even marriage. It's like, what? No, you're doing things wrong, and that's why things are going wrong. 
because women are doing things wrong. If women, because that's the other funny thing, right? Women want to, you know, you always hear talk about, you know, you know, being strong, independent, smart, educated. It's like, why are you saying smart and educated for? I want to believe y'all smart. I want to believe y'all educated, but y'all decisions don't equal smart or educated. I don't see smart and educated when you're making bad decisions. If you make bad decisions more often than not because you're making decisions based off of emotions, there's no education. There's no being smart when it comes to making a decision off of emotions. Emotions is the, is the absence of, of, of intelligence. It's, it's your body's biology, your body's chemistry reacting. It's your senses, your trigger, right? These are uh, alarm systems, whatever you want to call it. These are these are these are no different from like a car, you know, um, you know, um, oil lights blinking or something, or the car making a, a the a ding 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 sound because somebody you know didn't put their uh, seatbelt on. That's what your feelings are. Your feeling is not the onboard computer of the car or the engine of the car that makes the car move. That's what your brain's supposed to be the car, the, the computer system or the or the engine of the car. That makes the car function. Your feelings is everything else. So it's the windshield wiper. It's the automatic, uh, the power steering, the, the power window. You know that that's where your feelings are. So make decisions based off of ex your own personal experience, knowledge. You know, make make better decisions. You should always try to strive for what you want. If you want a, you know, long-lasting relationship, then you got to make it happen. You're the one who wants it. You gotta make sure it happens. You gotta make sure it lasts long. And it's been proven time and time again that women are the one that's not making long, you know, relationships last long. They're the ones making it um, end quickly. Men are logical. Men are the ones who will choose to have a relationship last for a long, long time. Even a shitty relationship will stay in for a long, long time. And I'm talking about old, fat, you know, back in the day. Traditional guys would do that. Now in this modern day, it's like, oh no, now we gotta, we gotta stop, we gotta stop, you know, trying to make these relationships last long because women are not uh, doing their part to make sure the relationships last long. Now we gotta change the rules of the game because the rules that the women created aren't working. They're not benefiting women. They're not benefiting men. As in, they're not benefiting nobody. At least. The rules that men originally created, you know, men provide, women, you know, uh, thrive. Yeah, that's the way I, I like that term. Men provide, women thrive. That's 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 the facts. Not saying that you not saying that you can't achieve anything, you know, by your own capabilities. The thing is, is that most men will help you achieve greatness. Either by them achieving greatness and you get it by default, or they help you achieve greatness. Just like I mentioned earlier, that I would teach my wife how to make money, not just be the only one that knows how to make millions of dollars. I would teach her how to make millions of dollars too. Right? I consider that fair. Not equal. I consider that fair. I'm all about being fair. All about making sure that somebody at least has the opportunity to do something with their lives or do better. It's still up to them to, to do better, to do more. 
But, you know, nowadays, all the women talking about equality, you know, feminists talking about equality, but equality means equal, the same. And men and women are not the same, not equal. If I'm telling you're short, we're definitely not equal because I can reach the top shelf. You cannot. I have a penis. You have a vagina. They're not equal because they're not the same. The list goes on and on of things that make us not equals. We are different, and that's not a bad thing, because our differences is what benefits each other. Me being taller than you benefits you when you need me to reach for something. Me being bigger and stronger benefits you when you need me to carry a whole bunch of shit. Me making a whole lot more money than you, so that way I can still make it rain on you. I can be like, all right, take half my paycheck and make it rain on you and make make, make it where you can... You know, go on a crazy shopping spree on my dime, right? On my money, but I still at least have money. At least I'm not broke because I didn't give you everything and end up not having money of my own. And I gave you, I gave you a lot of money, but I still got a lot of money. So, you know, it works out. See, it's fair, not equal, but it's fair, right? And all I ask in return, which is the fair part, is you wear that sexy nurse outfit that I asked you to wear and you know, you know the rest. That's it. That's fair. Doesn't have to be equal. I'll give you a lot of money if you wear the outfit. That's all I'm saying.